0: This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe wherever this is meeting and greeting you. Let's all join in this moment by taking a deep breath in, and a deep breath out. How's everyone feeling out there today? How are the crystals feeling today? How are our emotional bodies feeling today, and our mental bodies, and our physical bodies today? Sending you all such love, and health, and wealth, and abundance in every sector of your life, and, uh. You already know that you can send me those topic requests to my inbox at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram or on Twitter at Agent K21. Please let me know what topics you would like to hear covered, or any questions, or if you'd like to be a feature, or any of those ways I may be listening out for. Just let me know how uh, I can help you on this journey. Additionally, to helping you on this journey, I do provide a counseling service donation-based counseling service. is called Full Circle. And um, be on the lookout for hearing that much later in this episode as the conversation continues. But yes, if you are interested in uh, donation-based counseling, please reach out. Please speak to someone and just unpack all the baggage, you know. And if traditional counseling hasn't always worked for you, the service I provide is definitely a holistic type of atmosphere and an unconventional atmosphere and additionally if you would like to join the team join the Empire you can send me your resume at the email listed in the description uh, you can also check the website for the opportunities that are available that are available and you can also add on to that any skill set that you have that you want to contribute to this Empire uh, please feel free um, no skill is is, uh, less than or anything like that. Um, just want to collaborate with you guys and make the most of everything. Speaking of collaboration, uh, I have a very special guest that will be joining me on this episode later. So please, please stay tuned for that. You're definitely going to want to hear this conversation, such a knowledgeable grounding conversation. And I learned so much more than I ever knew. So I hope that you guys will learn as well. Um, So this topic was actually a topic request from one of the topics and uh, Spyro wants to join the conversation. Come on in. Okay. Anyway, um, so yes, this topic was sent as a request and um, definitely answering those requests that you guys send. So I appreciate them very much. And uh, I'm a very novice on this topic. And by novice, I mean, I know nothing about crystals really and crystal healing. I have a few of my own, but I'm I'm not the person to, to talk about it. So I got the person to talk about it. So you're going to want to hear this conversation. And uh, additionally, this person was actually a uh, suggested recommended person to reach out to from one of my followers. So shout out to you and thank you the universe aligning for this whole thing to happen and I'm just so grateful so honored just like all the synchronicities and all the beautiful alignment that is happening so I'm not going to talk too much because uh the crystal you know expert and wisdom will be shared much later but what I will say that from my experience with crystals and understanding them is that I. they're very powerful just just as much as you are very powerful and when you adapt and combine you know very much captain planet when our powers combine we are unstoppable and so the same goes for these crystals when you connect your energy with the energies of these crystals and minerals and rocks now that i know (laughs) i just spoiled that that was so bad um no spoilers um I'm excited though. I'm very, I'm very excited. And, um, yeah. So if you want to hear more about that, you can definitely, you definitely will hear shortly, but you know, for me, my limited experience of crystals, uh, very childlike experience. And I've mentioned this show before. Some of you guys know, some of you guys probably watch it, or maybe you're watching it right now. Who knows is, a uh, Stephen universe in, uh, comes on or maybe used to come on uh Cartoon Network. I don't know, I don't have cable but uh it is a Cartoon Network show called Steven Universe and if you haven't seen it I recommend watching it. I feel so at home when I watch it. I definitely connect to, you know, um some of the characters there. And so uh there's some interesting things that I've learned just from the show and that I'll share here is that I uh, some of the downloads I get from the show that I didn't even realize of course I kind of felt like there's some truth here because it's being shown in a very um very like innocent type of way so I kind of felt like there's truth here but one thing I learned about crystals through Steven Universe is that crystals can be cracked crystals can heal and crystals can be corrupted and um I'm gonna try not to spoil the show or spoil any more of this episode. But um, yeah, just learning about that is so interesting, just that everything is affected, you know, like, nothing escapes the duality of this world, not the animals, not the plants, not even the crystals, not even the earth itself. And so um, just know, like, if you feel broken or beyond repair, like, there's always a way and that the earth has gone through major transformation itself just as we go through major transformation um so I recently had this uh come back up as I was talking in my in this uh episode later on you're here but I had this these memories come back up and I was like oh yeah that did happen so um a uh, very traumatic time in my life, which is actually mm, <laughs> getting close to the anniversary of this time frame that it happened. And um, I was basically having to flee a situation. And uh, the only thing I took w- with me was my crystals. <laughs> so I had a bag of coins, like literal coins, like nickels and dimes and etc and then I had a bag of crystals and I literally flee the situation I left like my suitcase like everything it was just so bad right I left everything and the only thing I said all I said is all I need is this and I lifted up my bag of crystals and I that was all I took with me and uh very crazy how everything unfolded like I'm grateful to be here right now because that was a very trying time. And uh, long story short, the only thing I had on me were my crystals. And (laughs) those crystals were stolen from me. (laughs) I'm laughing, but it's not funny. It's, um, it's beautiful is, is why I'm laughing. Because in hindsight, I was talking to someone maybe you know, weeks after, my the only thing I had was taken from me, and I was like, you know, my crystals are now gone. <laughs> and, you know, this person was like, the crystals always find their owner. And wh- whoever took those crystals from you needed it more than you. And I was like, ah, yes. Yes, I received that. And so I had shifted my perspective on it. So instead of feeling like something was taken or stolen from me I felt like um, something was released actually and something was given to someone else and so yeah, I felt actually peace about it and so that's why I can laugh about it now uh, In the moment it wasn't it wasn't a laughing matter however you know it's uh, it was very beautiful um but yet I thought all of my crystals were stolen or most of them were stolen and um throughout my journey and I might have said this already I feel like I have I I feel like I keep thinking have I and I just dropped a crystal just now (laughs) that's what that was (laughs) um but I keep feeling like this is the year of the return because this all happened you know the previous year where these crystals were stolen and some of those crystals found their way back to me I don't know how and I'm like, I found at least three of them. There were maybe eight or more of them. And three of them found their way back to me. Just in the weirdest ways. Like, And even I've had other times where I've had a crystal and I've literally lost it. Or misplaced it several times and it always finds its way back somehow. And so um, I definitely feel like that's a theme because some of these crystals I thought were just... Pfft, you know, gone, somehow found their way back and, uh, and just looked at the time and it was 11:11. 11, 11, so yeah, whoever needs to receive that message, even if myself, I receive it too. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I was holding one of the crystals that actually found its way back to me and, um, I just dropped it and I'll find it at, again at another point, but it was, um, lapis lazuli, I believe is how you say it. You got it. Thank you. Spiral found it already. So this is one of the crystals that um, was lost and now it's found. (laughs) And um, it found its way back to me. And, you know, it's a blue uh, little crystal here. And I always think of it for communication for the throat chakra. And so the fact that it found me, I felt like it was communicating a message to me that, all is not lost you know there's always hope at the end of the at the end of the storm all is not lost and it just kind of like reminded me of that you know because I've given some crystals away to some of my soul tribe and I've also you know as I mentioned had some taken from me as well are uh, released from me <laughs> and so you know I know that there's natural disasters going on in the world and they're many things happening all around the world at all times and just wanted to send that reminder that all is not lost, you know, that really you are the crystal gem. Everything resides within you and yes, these sentimental things hold value and all of that, but what's really most important is holding on to yourself. And so um I just wanted to share that because literally it, I just thought about that and I was reminded of that as I was having this conversation that you'll hear here shortly. Um but yes, if you want to know more about crystal healing or anything like that, please stay tuned. Please listen. Be on the lookout for this and again reach out somehow, some way if you have questions or topics or just need a shoulder to lean on. That's what I'm here for. So I hope that you all will enjoy this episode and uh I will talk to you another time. Until next time. Welcome back to the 1111 podcast. Thank you all for staying and for joining. I have a very special guest that's joining me today. As always I'm going to let your energy introduce yourself so please share any information you would like for us to know.
1: Well thank you. Uh, My name is Lisa Davis and I have a crystal shop called the Lemurian Rose and that is like my um third or fourth like major career in my life (laughs) I keep reinventing myself and I have found my my true love and true calling and all of my other careers fed into this so beautifully so yes and um it just it, it took my life full circle all the way back from when I was just, you know, five years old, and my favorite thing to do was sit by the driveway and go through the rocks that were in the flower beds, and, and that was my idea of a really good time. So, yes, absolutely. Um, yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. there we go. My screen just did. Uh, my screen just went to sleep. Um, oh. I don't know if you lost a video or not. Are no, it was good okay. on the
0: sand. Yeah. Okay, I'll
1: just mouse it out a little bit here.
0: Yes, that's wonderful. I love that this has been a childhood dream that has now come true
1: it is it's almost like it's almost like a dream I never knew I had but of course I knew it but Mm -hmm. my higher self knew it yeah and and when I really set to I totally really reinvented myself about four years ago um after a huge life transition just big the the tower card okay yeah (laughs) and um it it took me back it put me back on my true path that I shouldn't say my truth path because all my paths were true at that time mm-hmm. but it really took me back to my core and what brought me joy in my not my, my not only my heart but my whole being every cell of yeah. my body so yes
0: that is so beautiful I love that and um you know, you mentioned being a kid and playing with the rocks and that being a passion of yours and just being at such a peace and such ease, just even in those simple moments. Um, So my first question, since we're, since we're here is what is the difference between a crystal and a rock?
1: That's a great question. And um, uh, most people use those terms really interchangeably. Mm -hmm. And there's actually three different classifications. There's well, probably more, but there's crystals and minerals and rocks. And they all have different meanings. And if you're talking to a geologist, you know, the, the crystal rock mineral police might come and catch you. <laughs> uh, but um, it's probably better to start with a mineral and go from there. So mm-hmm. a, a mineral is, is classically defined as an inorganic substance. Um, with a distinct molecular formation, with a distinct molecular structure, a rock is a combination of two or more minerals. So anything you pick up, that it's got more than one thing on it, you know, that's a rock. Now, the rock may or may not have a, a crystalline structure to it, but it's still, it's a combination of two or more minerals. Uh, what makes a crystal a crystal is its molecular structure. So, and usually when people think crystal, they're thinking quartz. But there's many, many things that are that are crystals. Just because something is a crystal doesn't mean it's a mineral. Mm. But by definition, if it's a mineral, it has to be a crystal because it has to have an organized structure. Mm-hmm. So, So what defines a crystal is, a distinctly organized crystal lattice structure at a molecular level. Um, as opposed to, as an example, obsidian. All right, that's volcanic glass. It's naturally formed in the earth, so it counts as a mineral. Um, if it's man-made, it doesn't count as a mineral. It has to be inorganic and naturally formed, naturally formed. So, obsidian is volcanic glass, and its molecular structure is what we call amorphous. It has no lattice. It's uh moldavite. Moldavite's very, very hot right now, so that's a good one to bring up. Same thing. It's a glass. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's, a, it's a meteoric glass. And so, it's amorphous. It doesn't have a, a crystal lattice structure. So, it's not a crystal, all right? <laughs> It's a mineral because it, um, it is inorganic, but it's, it's not a crystal, mm-hmm. crystalline structure. One of the reasons when you work with moldavite, for example, that it's really important, at least for me, to pair it with something. I usually will pair it with smoky quartz. Because not only do I have the structural benefit of the crystalline structure... I also have the grounding and centering benefit of the smoky. And so you can, um, you know, take a trip, never leave the farm. <laughs> but but you uh, you have a much more grounded experience and you don't have that. Some If you're very sensitive, you can just blow your crown chakra, you know, without mm-hmm. properly. So the structure of a crystal molecularly has a huge influence on on how it behaves when you work with it and how it uh, manifests in the world, you know, as far as what it looks like and what it does to the mineral components.
0: hmm wow. That's fascinating because I never knew all of that, the three distinctions and mm-hmm. the way they're comprised and um, um, created and formed. Now, something you mentioned is uh, having a man-made crystal. Mm-hmm. So, can you explain more about that?
1: I can. That's really a fascinating topic, um, and I I first learned about the the properties when I was researching Marcel Vogel's work. Um, he has there's he has passed away several years ago, but Marcel was a research scientist for IBM. He is responsible for inventing like the floppy disk. I mean. Marcel knows about crystals and um, fascinating man. Whole other topic, but um, Marcel Vogel got was very very interested in getting pure 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 quartz for his work, and when lab created quartz became like Silicon Valley, you know is where he's at. And he um, was able to access large amounts of high-quality lab-created quartz, which is absolutely pure. No, no veils, no gas bubbles, no irregularities, nothing. Um, he bought quite a bit. And it, he ended up not being able to use it. Mm. Because being lab-created, man-made, chemically... It's quartz, okay, but molecularly, it, it has the crystal lattice, but a naturally grown crystal has a crystal lattice with very slight irregularities in it, very slight, like looking at a tree, you know, it's a fractal, but there's very slight, you know, whereas the man-made crystal lattice is very precise, there's no empty mm-hmm. holes scientists call them imperfections in a, in a mm. the empty holes in a, in a natural crystal. I can't go there. Um, but because there are no holes in the lattice of a man-made crystal, because it's grown so much faster, it's not programmable. It won't hold a program. You can set your intention into the crystal, And Marcel had developed a way to actually measure if the charge was still in the crystal after it had been programmed. It won't hold. It Mm. just won't. So that's a big, big difference um, between man-made crystal and naturally grown crystals. Naturally grown quartz is programmable. Mm. It's highly, it's a co-creative partnership between you and nature. Whereas lab-created quartz is not Mm, mm -hmm. you know and i have i have a beautiful piece i love it it's siberian blue quartz it's Mm -hmm. lovely it's not programmable and it uh, lacks you know Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: okay this is more scientific than i ever knew or thought (laughs) (laughs) so when you say it's not programmable Mm -hmm. um like how would you a program what what exactly does that mean to program a crystal
1: that's another great question um one of the the beauties of one of the properties of quartz just by its nature is it absorbs energy from its surroundings okay so as a conscious being when you put your conscious focused intention all right the power of your thought Combined with the love in your heart, big difference. um, You are, you're filling in those little holes in the natural matrix. Mm. You're with your energy and that's programmable is it's got these little pockets. It's meant to work with you. It's born (laughs) to work with you. And so you set your intention. Some people will you know, will blow their intention in. Some people will hold and focus, hold to the heart, sometimes hold to the third eye, you know, whatever you're drawn to in the moment is kind of my, my mantra there. But And the crystal will lead you. Mm-hmm. If you're well bonded, you'll get intuitive hits. You'll get a yeah. working partnership going. But um, with a, a, a man-made crystal, you can put your intention in there and it, it will... It will register, but it won't hold.
0: Mm, Okay. Okay.
1: Which is why we clear our (laughs) crystals. All right. Because Mm -hmm. if they've been out and about, or we've come home in a really bad mood, um, when you've worked with them a while, they tend to get very steady and they don't pick up as easily. It's like keeping your house clean all the time. It doesn't tend to just crash when, unless you have a real big party, you know? (laughs) Um, But by their nature they absorb from their surroundings so you need to dust them off and cleanse them as well because yes, that's what we do. Yeah.
0: yes that makes a lot of sense so it's mm-hmm. basically co-creating with the energy of the crystals putting your own energy infusing that with the crystals
1: absolutely it's a it's a very it's a dance it's yeah a, it's a it's a asking permission mm-hmm. and a give and take dance you know are mm-hmm. you know no lie. Are you the crystal to help me today? Are you the, for my high school? Are you the one I should work with? Yes. No. Yes. Great. Yeah. That my intention X, Y, Z.
0: Exactly. Okay. And then you also mentioned cleansing them. <laughs> and so how do you properly cleanse your crystals?
1: There's about a million and one ways. okay. And some ways are more effective than others. Um, depending on what is in the crystal. <laughs> um, For example if you're just going to give your house if your house is just a little dusty an all-purpose little wipe and maybe a little essential oil freshen things up is good but if um you've had a major flood and you're full of mud and you've got mold growing on the walls you're gonna need some bleach (laughs) okay so um so that and and crystals are the same way you typically um what we'll get probably, I would say, 80% of, of lower vibrations that are out there are, um, you, I would say, really common methods like running them under, if you can, natural water, a natural water source. If not, under a tap works very well. You do need to use your intention, especially if you're using under a tap, because the water doesn't have the same properties as which water is a liquid crystal, so (laughs) but Uh um, running, under running water is good. Salt is very good, but you need to use a lot of caution. With salt, it can totally wreck uh, a lot of crystals that aren't hard, like quartz. Uh, It can wreck a wand if it gets into the any nooks and crannies because of the water absorption, but A short amount of time on salt is really helpful. And something super important, there's a difference between cleansing and charging. So you might buy a cell phone and delete all the old data, but if you don't charge it up, you still can't use it effectively. So when you get a crystal, you need to delete the old data mine go out clear thank you very much but <laughs> depending on where you buy it from you need to delete the old data mm-hmm. and then you need to charge it so clear it under running water clear it with your intention um if you do reiki that can be a lovely set your intention to clear um with white light power breath is a wonderful way to clear a crystal um i let see what i'm wearing i can't reach it um i would take the crystal hold it in my hand set my intention good strong breath and you can in your mind's eye see dust blowing out or or whatever yeah and after you've done that then you might charge it a little bit in the sun if it's safe in the sun under the moon under the stars Mm
0: -hmm.
1: flower essences Mm. those type of things yeah Similar to when you when you cleanse with herbs, you you cleanse with um, you cleanse with sage. You invite in the positivity with sweetgrass. Mm. You know that kind of two-step process. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: well, thank you for that because I was already thinking like, is there a difference between cleansing and charging? And I love the and analogy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And sage and smoke is a wonderful way to cleanse mm. your crystals too. Some people actually will, will pass them through a flame. I don't like really advocate that. It could really hurt you. Yes. Um, but depending mm-hmm. on what's in the crystal, if you need a little extra intention there.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know. And, um, oh gosh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the, how do you know which crystals to charge in the sun or to charge in the moon? And can they be um, affected if they're charged incorrectly? Like if it's supposed to be in the moon and you do it in the sun.
1: I don't know that there's an incorrect.
0: Okay.
1: um, You will really be, when you're bonded, when you have a clear, awake crystal, there is a bond that happens. And you'd be surprised at the ideas that pop into your head on how to work with it, because it's it's telling you. And there are references online. There are certain crystals that just really like moonlight, like selenite, mm-hmm. um things like that. But the caution with charging in the sun is the heat can crack them. You could start a fire. I mean, literally I was doing a a, a live, I had spheres on a wooden board and my board has still little burn marks on it just because I was sitting outside and within five minutes Mm. it was, you know, the magnification was, um, Smoky quartz and amethyst and citrine will lose their color in the sun. So you don't want to keep them in a sunny window. Having said that, you can still put them out in not beating. I mean, I live in lived in Florida, so, you know, it's a concern. But, and you too, but um, I still charge most of my crystals in the sun. Okay. Even selenite, mm-hmm. I will give them maybe 15 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on the intensity of the sun. Mm -hmm. I have a thing for bird songs and nature sounds. So I, and I have a blessing tree and I like to put them at the roots of this particular tree Mm. and I give them usually full cycles, sun, moon, day, night, sometimes several months, depending on how big they are, um, to let them really absorb the nature sounds and the cycles of being born on the outside of the earth instead of underneath mm. so I kind of give them a gentle birth but that's like a long awakening and charging mm-hmm. process mm-hmm.
0: yeah thank you for that and I know the uh, on our initial conversation you had mentioned something about waking them mm-hmm. and how is that process uh waking a crystal
1: that's a really that's a fun thing and that it's one of my careers, you know, it's, I used to be a a childbirth professional and um, as a a birth doula, I'm all about gentle birth (laughs) and um, the crystals, when they come to me, they, they pretty much get rebirthed. Mm. Even if they were hand mined gently, they're still, I'm going to ask them and, and give them, give it to them the way they want it, you know, which mm-hmm. um, I'm not, this is not a cop-out answer, but it's different for every crystal every time. Yeah. Typically I will start, they all, they will all start with a bath, you know, very mild, like Dr. Bronner's baby mild and tepid water. And they're going to get, they're going to get washed. Usually they're dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay either with mining dirt or if they've been cleaned, they have probably been in an acid bath. Um, They've been rinsed, but they need to be washed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sometimes they come with mineral oil on them to keep the dust down after they've been mined. That needs to be washed. So first thing when they come, they get unwrapped and they get washed. Then I just follow my guidance as far as their midwifing cycle Mm -hmm. to wake them up. Also, I, I do specifically connect with them and again follow guidance. Sometimes I will have uh, singing bowls. Mm. Okay. Um, sometimes they want sound. Sometimes they want music. Sometimes they need several cycles. Big crystals take longer and they need several cycles sun and moon and under the blessing tree. And you know, you wake up one morning and it's like, i'm gonna go out and sing to my crystals you know or i think i'm going to go i want to i want to burn palo santo out under the blessing tree today well guess what they're telling you (laughs) you know we we would like they want to too right we would like this will you please come give us this because i'm their legs you know yeah um but it is a guided process and then there comes a time when they're ready Mm. and if i don't know i'll ask and Mm. i will muscle test or douse yeah to to see for sure if they're ready to meet their people. Mm. Usually what will happen is people will start asking, you know, they'll say, there's this crystal that's been haunting me. I dreamed about it. I wonder, and I'm thinking of you, do you have blah, blah, blah. And the fact is, is yes, it's under the blessing tree and it's ready to go. And so it's mm. awake and it's calling its mm. people because it knows who it wants to connect with. Yes. And the, you know, the, I say that is a, the energy hookup has happened. Oh yeah. And, and then I will send a picture and they'll be like, well, yep, that's exactly the one I dreamed of. How much is that crystal? Yeah. yeah. So, um, it's the difference of having an awake and aware crystal is huge. Mm
0: -hmm. It's,
1: It's huge. And, um, to get the crystal to work with you, you need to ask it and, you know, or program it, or again, you know, uh, recognize that hookup when it happens.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and deepen your bond yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it's um flower essences i use i'm there's so many things that Mm -hmm. that i use and it's it's a guided thing and also you can you can journey into the crystal Mm -hmm. and literally light it up Meet meet its light with your light, and, boom, you know they they mm. they wake up. They light. You know you you can feel it everywhere. They just light right up. Yeah. So there's, it's a very personal. Yeah. According to your toolbox.
0: Yes. Yes. Understandably, I mean, it's just like you mentioned the the crystal will call out to the owner, and the owner will call out to it as well. So it's yes, it really.
1: It happens a lot. And it's, I live for that. It's just Mm. makes my whole day when somebody says you've got something and I I don't, you know, it's, it's, it looks like this. And, and, you know, when you see it and and you think of me, please let me know because it's bothering me, you know, it's calling me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then, you know, also with, with waking them up and just, giving them a gentle birth, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I also know, and you've even mentioned um, in the previous conversation of trauma happening.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So
0: how, how do you work with crystals that have had trauma or how do you integrate and help them heal their trauma?
1: Again, it usually is going to manifest as what we would perceive as a low vibration in, in the crystal and I'm going to preface the way I work. I work with trauma in an entirely different way than I used to and an entirely different way than a lot of people do still. So I'm going to preface what I'm going to say with a, a, a basic core concept that I work with. There is only light and absence of light. Okay. So always my goal is to connect there is always a spark of light in there always to kindle and once that light lights up what happens to the darkness okay the illusion of darkness which was really the lack of light it's like there is no cause of the darkness it is an absence of light so um but in, it, there's many, many different levels of dealing with that. For example, I had a crystal once that had, um, and it was funny because I wanted this crystal and it tried hard not to come to me. The guy didn't send it, the guy didn't send it. Finally, the guy's wife, it actually broke in two. And I said, I still want it. He says, fine, I'll give it to you because it's broken. It's, you know, well, I got it and it had major, major, major issues and it would i could clear it using the most i i had a an energy practice for 18 years and i dealt with a lot of stuff so using the most skills that i had i could clear it but it wouldn't hold a clear i took it to my mentor because it was out of my skill set and i don't keep a crystal around in the house that's not clear you know i don't need anything that's vibrating know if it's dirty you took it put it out so i took it to my mentor and this crystal had um imprints from trauma on the land itself it wasn't mining it wasn't anything it was old 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 nasty energy lack of lot of light (laughs) energy that was in the land and my mentor was able to clear all that. And part of what I do is offer healing to the land as well. Because a lot of times, if you don't know where the crystal, if it wasn't ethically sourced, or even if it was, ethically has, ethical has a lot of definitions and there still may have been damage to the land. And I said, okay, do I have permission to go in now that the crystal is clear do I have permission to go and do some healing work with the land Mm. and she because because of the gravity of what was in this piece the severity said you know lack of my skill set anyway um I asked for her advice and she checked in and she said you do not have permission it's the only time she said the land she said it wants nothing it doesn't no it's like mind your own business stay out of it so the crystal's clear the land holds on to its stuff fine you know in that case i was not the right person right place right time and she wasn't either mm-hmm. it it was a matter of respect yeah to you can choose to heal or not
0: mm-hmm.
1: so um but that was a, a that was probably the most stubborn. There was another one that had some some very interesting stuff in it that I did an experiment with that I left it in salt until literally that crystal was dead. That crystal had no energy. The salt sucked everything out of it. The crystal was still polluted. Mm. It was just dead. It had no energy, but it was still polluted. Um, and that one also was out of my skill set. So if you if you just have a crystal that you're just repelled by, and you just can't get it cleared, take it to somebody who, who knows what yeah. they're doing in those neighborhoods. And yeah. Clear it. yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah.
0: that is so intense, you know, because we live in this duality. Mm-hmm. And I love that you understand it as light and absence of light. And just everything about your story just now, even respecting the absence of light, not, not intruding upon it and respecting its wishes. Um, so when it comes to crystals healing us, you know, because like we have the liquid crystal within us as well. Mm-hmm. How, do we, how do we allow crystals to heal us energetically as well?
1: I would preface that by saying we heal ourselves which you'll probably agree with, <laughs> but just yes. for semantics and to be clear, <laughs> yep. um, we heal ourselves and we are the boss. Yeah. We are the boss. The crystals do a- a- amazing things. No doubt about it. Amazing. Especially when, when they're clear and awake and you have a good bond with them. It's, it's just, it's a beautiful relationship, but they're facilitating your natural ability to allow the light that's already there right Mm -hmm. to 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 deal with the absence of light um the way in my experience crystals work to to interact they they interact with your auric field and because a crystal has a stable excuse me a stable crystal lattice that does not change, all right? The, I mean, it can absorb and, and, you know, be programmed, but the structure of the crystal lattice is fixed. So that crystal's natural vibration, when it is clear, awake, and its highest self, is it's holding, you know, this band, this band, this band, this band, all right? And colors of the rainbow, it's gonna hold red, mm. hold orange, hold, you know, green, for example. That's its true nature. That's its highest self. That's its being holy. Okay. It's being holy. It's being its whole self. Um, so when we're out of balance with a certain vibrational wavelength that we are not allowing, all right, the light in on that wavelength, the crystal embodies that wavelength unchangingly. So when we carry that on our body, and especially if we consciously connect and ask for the interaction of it with our field, it offers that vibration, it amplifies, quartz is an amplifier, it amplifies that vibration and it holds that vibration steady so that your aura can, and your chakra can retrain its vibration on purpose to that particular level of healing that is going to allow the light back in. So instead of, I look at, it like instead of what you resist persists, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of resisting a block and pushing on it, we're connecting to that fiber that's already there and we're amplifying it. And pretty soon we're humming along. We're back in balance.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that. And yes, we just match that frequency
1: and yes. allow it to, permeate our being basically and we are highly programmable as water Mm -hmm. and as that fourth state of matter as a liquid crystal Mm -hmm. you know the 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 surface tension on water has actually been identified as a fourth state of matter it's liquid crystal Mm -hmm. and our blood has that same surface tension it has that same measurable molecular change from Mm -hmm. regular water to the skin on the top or structured Mm -hmm. water Mm
0: -hmm. so we're
1: also structuring the water of our body when we use a crystal because we are very we we're in flux you know we're easily programmed you know you walk by somebody in a bad mood and (laughs) yeah it's
0: contagious yeah definitely yeah Mm -hmm. i get that wow and so then um you know, for any like beginners who are trying to find crystals or are starting to learn more about them, if you go to like a you know metaphysical shop and you're getting crystals, uh, how do you know which one to get? And also, how do you can you tell if they're man made or if they're um, <laughs> if they're organic? organic?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, choose. I used to teach a crystals one hundred and one workshop when i was when i had my practice and um that was one of the things we addressed was how do you know which one's for you you walk into a shop and (laughs) and and we played with that it's a lot of fun you you may just go in and be just drawn Mm -hmm. you know and and like you have to have it and it costs what but i don't care (laughs) um you if you just can't know and you can't get your head out of the way one way is to run your fingers through like if you have a bowl of tumbles for example run your fingers through and see which one sticks you'll feel you'll feel just that little catch on your finger and that is an actual energetic bond Mm -hmm. between the vibration of the crystal and the vibration of you and that's telling you something um some people you can pass your hand over like this And you'll feel a draw, you'll feel a pull, Mm -hmm. but more magnetic rather than in a little electrical grip, you'll feel a magnetic pull. Both are components of our field and of a crystal's vibrational field. So that's a hookup. Mm -hmm. If you have a pendulum and if you use a pendulum, dows, you know, muscle test, if you know how to muscle test. Um, One of the easiest ways, let's say you've got it down between two crystals And you just, you love them both. And you're only going to buy one. So just a second. Mm -hmm. This is a, this is a smoky quartz. My husband pulled out of our creek the very first day we were here in the new house. And it actually, it sings. And I have a thing for quartz. I don't know if you can hear it. So um, let's say you pick up a rock. A rock at a rock shop, right? <laughs> you pick up a crystal in a rock shop. And, and you want to know if this one is for you. So the easiest way to do this is standing. But you can use your body as a pendulum. Mm. So stand with your feet like hips, hip width apart. And put the crystal to your heart. And ask, is this crystal for my highest good and greatest joy? And close your eyes. And see... If your body wants to lean forward toward the crystal, or if your body leans backwards, away from the crystal, if it leans forward, that's a magnetic draw. That's a yes. And if you lean backwards, that's a a no. That's more of a repel. So am I, you know, is my field a good matchup? You know, (laughs) yes. Is it a good matchup? No. So you pick up the other one, ask the same thing. Mm. That's a really good way for a beginner. Yeah. To, to tune in to their core and learn to ask, mm. get out of your head and get into your body
0: mm-hmm. and
1: ask the question.
0: Yes,
1: yes. And, and it's a nice, respectful way to begin a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, are yeah, you my yes. friend? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean that guy's a better friend? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <You know. laughs> yeah.
0: Right. I love it. And so then when you're at like a a metaphysics shop and you've decided like, I want to get the crystal and everything, um, can you actually tell if they're man-made or not? Or does that?
1: With experience, yes, you can. Yes, Mm -hmm. you can. If you're brand new, you may not know the difference. Um, Some things especially if you're new you're probably looking at tumbles and things because that's a great way to start you can get such a variety and so inexpensively and it, and you know size doesn't always matter and, and oh, that's gonna
0: great. say tumbles would be the little smaller ones is yes they're the pocket
1: okay. rocks they're for your bra mm-hmm. they're tuck them in your pony band if it's a crown mm-hmm. chakra stone you know mm-hmm. um but yeah I have like lots of tumbles <laughs> in my, my personal yeah. stash Um, most of them are not going to be faked. If you're sensitive to energy, you'll know right off the bat, there's no energy in it. It's Mm. glass, you know, there's no energy. And it's not moldavite either. It's, you know, man-made glass. Opalite is one. Um, But not, you know, what you're looking for is as Mm -hmm. far as, you know, uh, holding a vibration and using it as a healing tool mm-hmm okay um I would be very wary of anything that was really brightly colored just you know if it's like super bright pink or super bright purple it's it, if it's not expensive it's probably fake. yeah <laughs> you know? yep. um moldavite is the fakes are rampant <laughs> you can tell if you've been around real moldavite you'll know mm-hmm. Um, quartz, I don't see, I've seen glass passed off as quartz in like beads and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, uh, specifically what kind of fakes are you thinking about when you ask that? Did you have anything in mind?
0: Not really. It was more just how, how do you discern the difference between man-made and naturally?
1: It's, it can be challenging. And a lot of really experienced people, including myself, have been fooled because, um crystals can be dyed which if you're into color therapy it may enhance their qualities Mm. if you're a purist you don't want that um it doesn't really have a huge effect on their energy and it makes them attractive so that's one enhancement it doesn't make it fake but it's enhanced they can be heat treated um a baked amethyst gets called citrine. Well, it's not citrine. It's it's a baked amethyst, and that's a whole other. That's a hour on its own. Um, they can be irradiated. You don't want that. If you um, unless if you're going to buy a very dark smoky quartz, buy it from a reputable seller that you know that it's going to be expensive for one thing, and not outrageous, but you know, mm-hmm. and and. Your seller needs to know it has not been irradiated. By what, does,
0: what does irradiated mean?
1: Um, smoky quartz gets its color, gets its brown color from natural radiation in the earth. It is possible to take a clear quartz or a very, very light smoky quartz and run it through the same machine that they treat our produce with in the grocery store. You know, they irradiate the vegetables mm-hmm. and it'll come out almost black. It'll come out very, very dark, almost opaque. Mm. And there is a natural smoky quartz. It's called Morion. That's really, it's desirable. It's rare. It's hard to come by. But typically, if you see smoky quartz that dark in a shop, walk the other way. It needs more healing. It's not beneficial. It needs help. And it'll take eons, Mm. you know, to help it. So I would steer clear of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah. Just and just know your seller. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. having said that, if you buy a crystal in a you know in a public metaphysical shop, take that bad bear home and cleanse it. Yeah. Because a lot of people have handled mm-hmm. it. A lot of people have been in and out of the shop, and whether it has negativity or not, it's your new baby. Take it home and clean it. <laughs> and you know,
0: yeah, yeah, and thank you for that. And, um, do you have any personal favorite crystals of your own?
1: I like lemurians, <laughs> mm,
0: yes, hence uh, your name.
1: Understood, <laughs> I love them all. Um, but I would really, and then the lemurians have so much variety within them, but I really, um, Hmm. completely enchanted with all flavors of Mm -hmm. Lemurians especially singing I have a real real weakness for singing Lemurians and for phantom Lemurians so I like singing phantom Lemurians (laughs) okay it's probably pretty high up there
0: yeah and what are some of the properties of Lemurian
1: Lemurians embody the divine feminine for the most part um Lemurians are a bit different than regular courts in that a Lemurian is already programmed. You don't program a Lemurian. It's, it's already programmed. You connect with it. You wake it up. You activate it. Once it's activated and you're bonded, you're getting downloads. And mm. Okay. And that's the beauty of a Lemurian. That's what you're yeah, It's what you're paying for is that coding is already in there and, and they are just so incredibly awake and aware on so many levels. Um, even these, I have some new ones now that they have, you would be tempted to say a masculine energy and they are actually Morion. They have Morion phantoms. Mm. Um, and I still have a hard time actually calling them he it feels like a very i mean as women we embody a masculine aspect Mm -hmm. of ourselves we have testosterone we have you know it's that of us and and that instead of the sweet nurturing it's that that passionate creative fire and that's the vibe i get you know from those others more but um such a there's have such I've lost my train of thought there's such a Sorry. wide variety of programming yeah. a wide variety of the feminine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From, Absolutely, from a sweet nurturing to a bubbling joy to fiery passion but it's it's all in there and Lemurians connect right into the heart
0: mm
1: if you ever want to know that, you know, if you've got two pieces of clear quartz and one's Lemurian and you don't know which one center in and see which one goes (laughs) and reaches out and touches your heart and you will know.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then that brings up another thought for me is the, the Lemurian crystals connect to the Lemurian star seeds. If you're familiar with those. Okay.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, they kind of connect to everybody, but yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anybody who is open to connect, but yes, I know what you're saying. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Awesome.
1: And I actually had an interesting thought the other day, just I pondered it, and it'll be fun to see if anybody has feedback. But um, a lot of Lemurians have very beautiful starberry languages from various star systems. A lot of them have uh, Pleiadian glyphs um the ones from crystallina in particular i see a lot of pleiadian some andromeda um but anyway a lot of different starberry languages and i wondered because a signature not a definition but a signature mm-hmm. of a lemurian is what they call lemurian lines and there are you know lines that go up the side and sometimes they're even stepped And they're like Velcro, there's little etchings on one side, your thumb wants to go up toward the tip, it doesn't necessarily want to come back down. It's like a, you know, it's an ascension kind of meditation to go up those ladders when you work with a heavily lined Lemurian. And I wondered if those lines are actually considered like a type of starberry. Mm. It just, I don't think of them that way. but I just throw it out there because now probably somebody will clarify that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, absolutely. Hope so. Um, so, yes, before we wrap up, is there anything that you haven't said yet that you want to say or any resources that were helpful for you on your journey that you want to share?
1: Let me think as far as resources, I think a really good um, resource for a beginner and for anybody you're gonna as you find your own journey you're gonna have personal experience and that's your teacher mm-hmm. um i really like having information that's already written that that can be used because it's a lovely springboard but it's not a cookbook and each crystal it, it's it's like having a certain breed of dog you know you can expect certain traits from certain breeds but that dog's an individual dog. Mm-hmm. And each crystal is the same. Um, so I would be really cautious with generalities. But the Crystal Bible series that Judy Hall wrote, and Judy just recently passed away, so it's, it's a little poignant. But um, the Crystal Bible, there's three. She's written many, many books. But those three crystal bible one two and three um i keep them on my phone in my kindle so if i'm ever out and i don't know you know i want a springboard i'm in a shop and i don't know i'm not going to sit here and tune in right now (laughs) (laughs) what does judy say about this and and i've been for the most part resonate with a lot that judy says about things and i think she's a really good reference um for people yeah there's a lot of good references but and melody is another one she's also recently passed but her book um i don't think it's available electronically and it's very thick and very expensive and i believe out of print but if you have a chance to access that it's, it's also really good information and it's love is in the earth love is in the, the name earth. of the book yeah okay um but yeah i really like judy hall mm-hmm. but but what i would add again is just to reiterate it's a it's words don't teach, yeah. <laughs> experience yeah. teaches. Mm-hmm. And I would ask you the same. I, I, you, you, you know, I'm on a subject that's near and dear to my heart and I, I will go. <laughs> if you give me free reign, I'm sure you've noticed. What might you like to ask that I may have talked over or, or missed giving you the chance to ask?
0: I appreciate that. I feel like we've covered such great ground, and even things that I hadn't even known just popped up in our conversation, so I enjoyed the flow of our conversation, and um, I feel like I don't really have any other questions at this moment, but I appreciate you asking them and for even asking myself that. What I would like to do now is to give you the opportunity to share where we can find you and how we can access your shop and your abilities.
1: (laughs) I can do that. Um, I'm, I'm very accessible thing one on Instagram. I'm not so active on Facebook. I do have a Facebook page that coordinates, but Instagram is my jam. And, um, my Instagram is my family. I, I truly miss when I'm not doing a live sale and connecting with my people on Instagram. I have the best, best group on the planet of kind, sweet, enlightened souls, um, and we have a lot of fun when we do live sales and things like that. I have a shop, it's called The Lemurian Rose and it's at thelemurianrose.com. My Instagram handle is the Rose, so uh, pretty easy to find. I'm very communicative on Instagram. Having said that, I am in the middle of a move. Uh, I've relocated from a home of 20 years plus, and I've moved literally several tons. <laughs> of crystals (laughs) to a new location and um the shop I have some stock up but my cupboards are a little bit bare right now in the shop I have not been updating the website um for the last month or so because it's this just been very intense right now with the move and keeping the business running keeping shipping going out on time and things like that so I didn't want to shut down entirely um which maybe in hindsight I should have. But, but having said that, if you do go to the shop and the cupboards are bare, it will be perking up soon. And I offer things on a regular basis on Instagram. So you'll catch like first glimpse there. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Lisa, especially in the midst of all of the changes you're experiencing and going through right now to take the time and meet with me. I'm so grateful and so appreciative. So thank you so much
1: thank you it's been wonderful
0: absolutely and uh we will sign off now and hopefully yeah we'll be in touch
1: thank you have a beautiful day
0: you do the same until next Bye -bye. bye bye